Assalamu alaikum. Welcome to Parenting Hour. You're tuned into Unity FM 93.5 in this lovely new year of 2017. MashaAllah. Alhamdulillah. We are so grateful that we are here with you again at the beginning of another new year. MashaAllah. Time goes very quickly. Can't believe it's 2017. But I hope that all our listeners are in good health and that you and your families are able to tune in to us, inshallah, this year and come to us if you have any comments or anything you'd like to give us in feedback. We'd really appreciate to hear your feedback either via email or text message or by phone call. Um, it's wonderful being with you again, alhamdulillah, with Parenting Hour on Tuesday evenings. And again, it's repeated the weekends on Sunday. So if you're not able to tune in this evening between 5 and 6 p.m. every Tuesday evening, between 5 and 6 p.m., of course, it's also repeated on Sundays between 11 and 12 p.m. My name is Kathleen Rochnagy, but I think you already know that. And um, I'm delighted, alhamdulillah, to be here with you again. And alhamdulillah that we're blessed that we have the health, we have the ability, we have professionals with us, we have guest speakers with us each week to give you an overview of things that may affect you in your parenting, knowledge that you need to be better parents, whether we're talking about yourself as individuals or raising your children. And this knowledge you can pass on to your friends, to your colleagues, to your neighbours and tell them about what's going on here, not just in Birmingham, but also all over the country. And I suppose at this time I should thank also our listeners in Luton and down Luton Way who are tuned in on Inspire FM 105.1. Thank you also for your loyalty and listening to us each week. We really appreciate that. We appreciate you putting on the show each week for us. And to our listeners that are in different areas of the country and abroad, we do really appreciate you tuning in to us and listening to us and we as I mentioned earlier on would like that feedback from you so if you can give us feedback the number to ring is 0121 772 8892 that's 0121 772 8892 or ring this or email the studio at unityfm.net and we would love to hear from you uh, if there is topics that you want discussed on air we can get in experts in those topics, inshallah. If there is knowledge that we don't cover or something that you think that you'd like us to cover more in depth, please let us know. Really, this, these shows are for you. They're trying to help everybody in our communities, help mums, help parents, help dads, help grandparents. Help everybody in our community, inshallah. So these are your shows and we'd like to make the best of them for you. And please do du'a for us that we are able to continue doing this each week. Please, we would really appreciate your du'a. Um, it takes a lot of commitment to be able to pawn these shows, get in the guest speakers, get in the people that have the knowledge and skills for you. So please do du'a that this will continue and communicate with us, in, inshallah, our, what, are, what you like and what maybe you don't like so that we can know are we meeting our, your needs. Today uh, we're continuing our antenatal team, mashallah, which we've been talking about over the Christmas and over last month. 
and we have we're going to continue it inshallah over the next couple of weeks because um one of the reasons is on Saturday this Saturday coming on the 7th you probably heard some advertisements about it already but on the 7th of January between 11:30 and 1 o'clock in our offices in George Street so that is in the Innovation Development Center 22 to 28 George Street B12 9RG we have a drop in tea party with the home delivery midwife team and with our health visitors mashallah and we've got two health visitors here today going to talk a little bit more about that and the importance of health visiting antenatally and why they come to get to know parents while they're pregnant and be, to be there to answer your your queries. So if you ha- are pregnant or if you know of people that are pregnant or have friends, have relatives, have cousins, have neighbours that are pregnant that would like to uh, avail of some extra knowledge or have something that's worrying them and they're not able to make it to their doctor or midwives or uh, feel that they are a little bit shy in saying something asking them the question but have something that's worrying them still please come along on Saturday this is your opportunity to drop into an informal session to ask these questions in private to the health visiting team and to the home birth midwives team maybe you're interested in finding out more about home births or maybe you just want to know what's the difference between home births and hospital births they'd be able to explain this to you there of course we should say to you if you do have a worry about something that's going on in pregnancy, you need to ring your midwife or your GP or go to your hospital today. So if there is a worry, if there's a concern, if there's something that is something a little bit more than just a question that's um, at the back of your mind, something about the baby, something that you're worried about, no, please don't leave it even to the end of the show. Pick up the phone now and phone somebody and ask, what what should I do about this? Um, as we would like to make sure that you avail of the correct information as soon as possible. So don't please wait until Saturday for that. But if to something that you're thinking of, oh, what is home birth delivery or what do the antenatal team do or what do health visitors do? I would like to find out a bit more information about this. I've been meaning to ask about this. Well, then Saturday is for you. Come along and we'll have a lovely environment there, a lovely tea party in there for you, uh, there for you, inshallah. So I'd like to introduce my guests now. Thank you, Alice, for coming back. We have Alice uh, Rasul, mashallah, who has come to the studio a few times now. Alice, thank you for coming back to be with us again today to tell us more about health visiting. Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. Thank you for having me, Kathleen. Oh, you're welcome, mashallah. It's always good to see you here, mashallah. And you've brought a colleague with you today, mashallah, yep. Sophia. First time to have Sophia here. Sophia Akhtar, welcome. Assalamu alaikum. Welcome, salam. Thank you, Kathleen. Lovely having you here, mashallah, in the studio. Thank you very much for inviting me. Brilliant. So as I said in our introduction, you know, people might be wondering, uh, what has health visiting got to do with antenatal and antenatal contact? And why are there, are you involved in antenatal patients and while people are pregnant? Because people tend to think health visitors, oh, that's afterwards. When the midwife is finished, the midwife says, bye-bye, Masalam, I'm gone. Then the health visitors come in. But it's not like that, is it? So you're Mm. here to explain why it's not like that. Yeah. The health visitors have always had a close uh, relationship with the midwives and they've worked quite closely. 
um, in the antenatal period. Mm-hmm. And um, if there should be any needs identified um, it's all for the prospective parents, then we always go in probably earlier. Mm-hmm. Since the universal introduction of an antenatal contact, um, which is from 28 weeks onwards, which is delivered in the Healthy Child Programme, which is what the health visitors deliver, this contact has been made essential for families and women who are pregnant. Um, the antenatal contact was introduced in 2014 and it's a vital contact which initiates an establishment of a positive working relationship with the mother, partner, extended family as appropriate. Mm-hmm. The holistic approach should lead to an increase in breastfeeding initiations, um, reduction in smoking prior mm-hmm. to and after delivery, um, reduction in numbers of low births born at term and reduction on infant immort- mortality. It should also result in the family having greater confidence in the local community health services and enable positive uh, communication. Mm -hmm. So um, we go out between, we make contact and um, we ask the families, um, especially first-time Mm moms, where we think that it's really important for moms to know what services there are out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is us, this is what we do. Um, And um, usually there's always lots of questions I'm sure there's loads of questions. How do you manage to get contact details initially for... Um, I mean, so, for example, Kathleen, um, what we tend to do is um, offer, uh, once we receive the information from the midwives, Mm -hmm. uh, we initially make contact with the midwives Mm -hmm. um, before we go out um, so that we can establish viable pregnancies. Um, Mm -hmm. So, obviously, you know, in order to, you know, um, introduce health visiting services... Mm -hmm. And um, and obviously we also like to you know involve fathers because obviously mm-hmm. it's very important that traditionally mm-hmm. you know it's always been associated with meeting the mums mm-hmm. and the children and we've always neglected fathers so it's really done in a holistic way yeah. to basically um, in- invite the family to be part of this very exciting time mm-hmm. and um, so we contact them you know once we've got the information from the midwife so offering uh, you know um, an appointment which is made in the home environment yeah um sometimes we'll send letters out or like i said or by phone mm-hmm. and um you know it, this is not done in isolation we're working with the midwife and the gps um just making sure that you know that the support is always there for yeah. the family and um so once the health visitor makes contact uh, we arrange a home visit between the 28 to 34 week period mm-hmm. of the, the pregnancy and uh, this is an ideal time um, Mm. because the evidence suggests that mothers are more receptive to information about the growing baby, the growing Mm. brain and development and so it's a very exciting time for the whole family really It is really exciting and people need to know more information around that time What happens if if a mum is working, uh, you know, and I know a lot of dads are working as well Again, I mean you know, basically the employer does have a duty to honour this antenatal appointment because it is a standard appointment that right. the uh, government encourages mm-hmm. um, as part of, you know, the antenatal support mm-hmm. that, you know, um, a mum would receive um, at work. Um, so it's <coughs> basically, you know, um, you negotiate an appointment that is suitable. So, for example, um, we would probably see them after work, um, but you mm. know, but within a reasonable time, mm. and um, or sometimes if they, you know, have got arrangements for annual leave, mm. again we work around them. But mm. you know, but 
being reasonable and flexible around their needs and making sure they understand that, you know... We can always provide a letter as well to support them in getting some time off work. That's really good because I don't think a lot of uh, mums and dads know this, that, you know, Mm -hmm. this is part of the whole antenatal... Because they understand about going to have the scans and going to appointments, Mm -hmm. but actually you coming to them, they wouldn't think that that's part of the the law here, that they could actually say that you can have that time mm-hmm. off. So that's really, really good. Much all, yeah. I'm really impressed with that. That's mm-hmm. really good. So the, we're thinking of now time is not a barrier. Really, all you need is, is the parents at home there. If they had other children at home, and I know I'm asking you kind of things that you're very used to coming across, how do you manage, how do you manage with that with other children? So they might have a two-year-old, a three-year-old like this, running in, running out, or how do you manage to cope with those older children? Again, it's, I suppose it's really important to, you know, uh, make sure, you know, everybody's in, involved in the family and um, so that, you know, children are aware that, um, you know, that there is another sibling on their way and sometimes, you know, the evidence just does suggest that siblings do get very jealous because all the attention is going to go on the new baby and yeah. I'm going to get left out. So, so it's a very inclusive kind of mm. um you know appointment so we want everybody on board inc- you know including you know grannies and in-laws and so that you know the mom feels supported really and and again the children don't feel left out so you know it's giving them tips and strategies of how to involve everybody mm-hmm. um so yeah that's really good it's really nice to see it uh, making it very relaxed that the mid- the health visitors coming in all the family is there you're able to get on with talking to mom and dad you don't mm-hmm. mind the children running around to normal life it's good mm-hmm. to see the normal life there and yeah. see everybody involved and it probably reassures you when you see all of these things happening yeah what needs to be mentioned it's not a tick box for us all right yeah so we are going there to build a relationship and mm-hmm. this is these are the normal circumstances and to, to give information and education to parents and you know it's not just the one person it's the whole family we and that's fine by us mm-hmm. that's how we work and everyone has questions and mm-hmm. we're more than happy to answer and regarding younger children um, sometimes if we have got the capacity we will go through their red books and they might be outstanding immunizations or developments and we can rearrange that and go with that brilliant as well. yeah. an opportunity for our moms and dads to catch up with yeah. all the other things and yeah. all the other questions paperwork as well excellent yeah. so that's really good so why wouldn't you avail of that and, yeah. then, and you said the ideal time I know is between 28 and 38 30 four weeks but uh, that could maybe be a little bit later on if if things if mum was busy and you couldn't could so could it go on up to 35 weeks 36 weeks on some occasions currently our policy is up to 34 weeks mm-hmm. because that's the best time we can capture moms um, sometimes if moms really feel they need to there's no reason why we can't um, but we do after the 34 weeks if we don't hear anything or we're unable to contact one we then wait until the baby's born okay yeah. so it's good for them to know this actually mums and dads if you're tuned in and listening to this you need to make this appointment ideally before 34 weeks or else you're going to miss out on mm-hmm. this opportunity and it, it makes a big difference in seeing your health visitor before you have your baby in your arms and you're thinking who is my health visitor mm-hmm. what does she look like because there's so many people that come to your house mm-hmm. after having a baby and you feel that your space sometimes is bombarded with different people and if you know when you look through mm. your little keyhole or look through the window that 
this per- oh I didn't recognise her She's, that's my health visitor you feel easier able to open the door and say yeah. come in welcome come in, yeah. mm. and we're bombarded with so much information on the internet mm. all the time yeah. so having that health visitor relationship with that health visitor you know you can tap into mm-hmm. their contact details as soon as baby is born you don't have to wait because we usually make the new birth contact between well between 9 to 14 days 10 to 14 days but however um, sometimes it might be that you've got you've had baby and you're at home and you need to speak to someone earlier mm-hmm. and um, your midwife's not available or you've been discharged so you've got your health visitors contact details and they can come out or they can speak to you on the phone um, especially regarding breastfeeding, breastfeeding support, mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. you know any other minor illnesses within the baby, or you know any mm-hmm. issues they want to discuss, mm-hmm. um, such as nappy rash, or you've got other issues. You issues think, is yeah. that kind of the model you go through? What what happens in the in the model and the assessment that you? The model we use is um, called the promotional guide system. Okay, promotional. Um, it's a structured, um, flexible, e- evidence based uh, approach that promotes early development. The transition to parenthood and accurate, um, well-informed decisions about family needs. Mm-hmm. Um, trained health visitors will be guided by the mother, so it's by the mother, not the health visitor, mm-hmm. um, to discuss feel, discuss issues regarding her feelings, mm-hmm. um, her family and friends, changing life and relationships, looking after herself, her baby, her unborn baby her labour, becoming a mum and dad or becoming parents, Mm -hmm. caring for their baby, Mm -hmm. um, her circumstances, her community, recent life events, her priorities and plans and support. So uh, whatever one wants to discuss, we usually, you've got to, we can go through this list or some health visitors, they've also got cards and we can usually lay out the cards and Sophie's probably the best person to speak to because she does a lot more visits. Um, we'll ask Sophie in a few minutes. Yeah, and then with the cards, you just ask the parents what two issues they would like to discuss, even if it's not mm-hmm. an issue for them and they think, mm-hmm. I might want a bit more information on this mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. I'm not too confident about this. Mm-hmm. What's this about? And, you know, even just how you're feeling mm-hmm. and um, a lot of the times with parents, it's usually about the labour yeah, and yeah. Um, breastfeeding. Right, right. Yeah, so two of the They're most the key, the key, key issues that the parents yeah. want to talk about. Excellent. And is this available all over Birmingham, this service? Yes, within Birmingham Community Healthcare, we're doing this, using mm-hmm. this model. Other I trusts are using this model I as well. Like it looks a really good model. And say, for example, somebody hasn't been contacted by their health visitor, yeah. uh, where would they go? How could they find out if they're tuned in now and say, that looks really good yeah. maybe they're just coming in 28, 29 weeks they don't want mm-hmm. to miss out on it but they're afraid they might miss out on it can, yeah. can they contact you? It varies on when health visitors will make contact because mm. we are quite reliant on other people to give us that information mm. so we are waiting for that information from child health or midwives to get through to us and then to receive the contact details Yeah. so it's quite variant how health visitors make that contact it could be between 28 to 32 weeks mm. Um how if you don't hear from your health visitor by 32 weeks and I would recommend that you contact your GP if it's your first son baby and mm-hmm. you haven't ever had a health visitor before and you've got no details I would contact your GP um, and just ask the receptionist who's a health linked health visitor with that GP mm-hmm. and um, they will give you the contact details for the team and the name 
and you okay. can just ring in. And there's always a duty health visitor on that day. Yeah. You just say, leave your details and say, I've not heard anything. I wanted to add today to contact. And yeah. they'd be more than happy because we get delighted when Bob's call us and want to visit. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and yeah. that sounds good, especially after this holiday period yeah. now where people have been off and sometimes things get delayed Late, going back or starting yeah. a new year. Yes. And the, all the things yeah. get lost in the post. The letters get lost and the letter could have yeah. gone out, but it could have been lost. And people move addresses. Yeah. All the signs yeah. and systems don't get updated. Mm. So we might send a, an appointment out. It's gone to a different address. We might yeah. have the incorrect phone number. Yeah. So someone's probably been trying to contact you, but haven't. It got through, through to them. So if, yeah. if any of our listeners are listening in that are either pregnant themselves or you have you know somebody that is pregnant, please un- pass on that information that the health visitors are there wanting to go on out and it's your right yeah. to have this indeed between 28 and 34 weeks for this lovely, lovely um guide that you guide system you call it promotional guide system is yeah, that what you yeah promotional guide is antenatal and postnatal that's what we use when the baby's born as well. wow so antenatal as they know is before yeah. the baby is yeah. born and postnatal afterwards so it's to go through everything great yeah. so you, you mentioned a lot in that guide and i know sophia probably you're going to go through it in a little bit more detail what are the most common things sophia would you think that parents would want you to discuss with them um, again, like Kathleen, um, as Alice mentioned, mm. uh, the most familiar topics um, for the mothers um, are usually labour and birth and, and yep. breastfeeding. Mm. And um, fathers would like to know how they can support the, yep. the mothers, really, because, mm. um, and obviously we don't want them to feel redundant because we, you know, there's lots of practical skills. Yeah. They, they can basically, you know, practice learning, you know, especially if they're, you know, you know, new fathers. Mm-hmm. And one thing I wanted to add, Kathleen, you were talking about, you know, if there are any mums that are listening and they're mm. unsure about their health visitors, because we also work alongside the midwives in, in their green notes, you know, they'll have a contact number for a midwife. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the midwives will always, you know, contact us and mm. say, you know, this mum hasn't had a visit, mm. you know, can you go and see her? So there's lots of ways of communicating. So it's not just all, only the it's so the midwife as well yeah and again midwives work across the city and and with different health visiting teams so mm-hmm. there's lots of you know um information sharing that you know you know does go on and so yeah. parents you know especially moms will have these inf- you know contact numbers in their green notes mm-hmm. um, or blue mm-hmm. notes sh- should i say cause yes they're changing colors yes. aren't they? we've <laughs> just done a few series about there's a few programs about this and the different hospitals have different yes. uh, note system now and some are very very different but th- parents I think uh, understand and are told the importance of having what we call the green notes or whatever they're called now the new ones have them with them all the time Absolutely. and and have an access to them so the phone numbers are in there yeah. for the midwives yeah. so if there is a worry that we mentioned earlier on the program uh, you know worry about the baby worry about the baby movement or anything like this ring the midwife now or the doctor now or your Absolutely. your GP now straight away if it's about contacting you to go on in, they can ring the midwife also and you can go in and make a, uh, make a visit. Absolutely. Brilliant. And so then we, you're saying there's three things there that's come top of the list that parents kind of want to know. So if we could just go through one by one, the labour. Okay. Okay. What is it that kind of comes out for labour? Pe- people are a little bit worried about the labour? I mean, usually, again, if it's the first time mum... Kathleen, it's um, you know obviously there's anxiety um, yep. around you know you know you know they want to have a normal birth as possible as much as possible, and our job is to pro- provide that reassurance and to ensure that they've had that you know conversation with their midwife. 
and um, it's all you can do is plan for the best um, outcome mm-hmm. but be mindful that sometimes you know it doesn't go you mm-hmm. know as you planned and so that you know mothers have all the information beforehand and so they're aware of the options that are there possibilities that are there so the best thing you can do is is give that advice and support and information to moms mm-hmm. beforehand mm-hmm. so that um, they are prepared for you know whatever eventual yep. eventuality you know yep. takes place you can make informed so decisions. decisions yeah yes, absolutely Brilliant, because we are finding that when we've spoken about labor and home birth over the last few weeks we've been doing a lot around home birth and we have actually even had some dads in that dads were really supportive of home birth because they felt for the muslim community it was an um if everything was okay and if the midwives and the doctors were okay with it they felt it was like a very natural process and that you were at home and you were in peace and actually the mums were saying this as well we could go to the shower when we wanted to and we could take in the the pool and inflate the pool and have it in our own home and we know for some people it works brilliant but for others they think oh no I cannot or I don't want to deliver at home I don't want that at home what will I do with the children how will I explain to the children for some people it's total opposite so it Again, it's information, isn't it? And knowing yourself and understanding and asking those questions. So this is what you go through, the different stages of labour and and where what you can avail in different areas. And again, another you know question that comes up is the um, fear of pain. Yeah, and um, it's a very common one. Yeah, and again, it's explaining to them that there are a range of options for mm-hmm. pain relief. And, and just providing that constant reassurance to them that, you know, um, you know, it will be a method that's going to suit you, but to discuss this beforehand. And a lot of the mums will say, because um, obviously when we meet them afterwards, we see the baby, they'll mm-hmm. say, you know, I said I wasn't going to take any pain relief, but, but I, you know, I, I couldn't take it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is a yeah. quite classic. Yeah. Um, of course, yeah. of course. And I think we'll come back after the break and talk a bit more about that pain relief, actually, because uh, I think there's a lot of mums listening into this that would like a little bit more information about what kind of pain relief is available so if we can go back to uh, come back to that after the break if you don't mind Sophia inshallah so listeners just as you're going into the commercial break grab a pen and paper and write down that date next Saturday the 7th of January so that you can come to our open tea party between 11.30 and 1pm I'll tell you more information about it inshallah after this commercial break if you don't have a pen and paper Inshallah, to join in to us again after this break. Assalamu alaikum.